Peace in abundance always. Today I want to talk to you about becoming one. How do you become one? Now I'm not talking about how do you become one with another person. I'm not talking about romance. I'm not talking about twin flames or soulmates, at least not yet. In this video, I'm talking about you, yourself, your individuality. How do you become one? Now, the question in itself is a trick question because really you are already one. You are already one. But for some reason throughout life, I guess the experience of the spiritual journey is to actually feel the wholeness of who you are. Because as we go through life, for some reason, bits and pieces of us are inaccessible. Bits and pieces of us we feel are missing and we feel like we need to find ourselves or we need to look and experience things in order to learn who we are exactly, what our purpose is. But the truth of the matter is, you are complete, you are whole. The question is tricky because it creates the delusion that you are missing something. So it's important that we ask the right question because asking questions is key, but how you ask the question is more important. So the question really shouldn't be, how do I become one? The question is, how do I access the unlimited potential of who I am? How do I fulfill or tap into my oneness? Because again, like I said, you are already one. Now, there are basically three parts of who we are. There's the ego, there's the spirit, and there's our awareness of everything else that's happening, right? The awareness is the part that you experience, the, what they call the observer. The part of you that you experience when you practice meditation often and you allow your thoughts to simply be and you just observe your thoughts. That's the observer. That's the part of you that is about the experience of life. That's the part that I like to really focus on because we tend to identify with so many things that really has nothing to do with who we truly are. And it tends to send us off into this trip, into this rabbit hole of we are this, I'm that, I'm that. But really, you're none of those things, okay? You're everything but nothing at the same time. But I really want you to think about these three aspects of yourself, the ego, the spirit, and the observer. Many of us identify and are led by the ego. That's the part of us that we call maybe the pain body. We call that who we are. We call that, you know, um, we identify that as maybe a race, a sex, a gender, a sexual orientation, a religion even. We say, this is who I am. They're usually surrounded by beliefs, a belief system. But they're not really who you are. They are an experience that you are living you see, get back into the experience. Remember when I talked about the observer? That's the part of you that has the experience of all these things that's going on around you. So you may experience the life of an African-American male, a Caucasian woman. You may experience a transgender individual. You may experience 
a gay individual. But that isn't really who you are on a cosmic level. That may be who you are on a you know physical realm level, the earthly level. You may identify with that, but you are way more than that. You know, so remember again, the ego identifies with all of these things and it puts a lot of weight, a lot of essence on you being these things. So when those things are threatened, you feel threatened. You feel like you are fearful. You feel hurt. You feel pain. You feel anger. But really, those things are all illusions. Those are all illusions created by the ego. Now, Again, I never talk about the ego as something that is bad or something we need to get rid of because I don't believe that. I believe the ego has its purpose, it has its place. We just need to simply understand what that place is so that way we can manage it and put it in its proper place so that way it can be productive towards us living a fulfilling and wholesome life. But we have to first identify what it is. And many of us have no idea what the ego is and how it's showing up in our lives. Then we have the spirit. That's the part that we identify with wanting to connect with, that higher self. That's the part of us that we seek to explore and experience and live out throughout a conscious spiritual journey, right? That's when we say I'm spiritual. That's what we are journeying to experience. And then again, the word experience comes up because that's the part of us that is really the infinite. That's the part of us that is the God within us. That is everything. It is everything. So it simply cannot identify with something when that part of you is infinite everything. So it just simply has the experience. And so what I really want you to understand is the ego is something that is almost like a house of mirrors. Okay, when we talk about oneness and how to become one, what's happening really is the ego is showing up in a way that is making us think we are missing pieces of ourselves. It's like, again, walking to a house of mirrors and the mirrors are there creating uh, illusions. Okay, it is bending time and space and making us think we are seeing something that really isn't there. And so we're seeing it, we're experiencing it, and we're identifying with it. And we think this is who it is. This is who I am. This is who I'm not. Because there are pieces in that mirror that may be fractured. It may be bent. It may be construed. It may be showing that is missing certain aspects of who we are. But in actuality, it's just that the, the ego is mismanaged. And we don't know how to put the ego in its place and communicate effectively with the ego to show that who we are is whole and complete. You see, it's a construed viewpoint. It's a construed perspective on how we see ourselves and then how we see ourselves reflects how we see the world. So you can see how getting yourself clear about who you are, identifying with who you are, understanding who you are, you know, accepting who you are is a pivotal part in how you accept and view the world around you. So you have to realize that you are whole and complete and that the ego is kind of doing its job to create a sense of separation between you and everything around you because the ego is kind of from a primal part of who we are. 
okay? It's coming from a place of protecting ourselves from physical harm, protecting ourselves from others, protecting ourselves physically, emotionally. So it shows up in a way that creates fear, creates doubt, creates, you know, a space of, well, I don't know who this person is. They may be here to hurt me. I don't know what's going on. You know, like this question of caution. But the spirit, on the other hand, doesn't have that nature. The spirit, on the other hand, accepts and loves everything and receives everything. It's almost like the conflict between the heart and your mind. Your heart is saying, love, 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 but your mind is saying, hmm, doubt, doubt, doubt. So you have to be really clear as to why your mind is doing that. What is the mechanism behind why it thinks that way and why your heart does what it does? You see, because they're coming from two different entities within the oneness of you. They're coming from, the mind is coming from the ego, where you got to think and analyze and critique and come up with a conclusion and a decision. You have to weigh the risks and the reward. Whereas the spirit understands that everything is infinite and everything, no matter what happens, is out for your own good. Everything in the universe is here for you. So no matter what happens, the spirit knows that it will all work out for the greater good. Now, the middle part of you, the observer, is just simply watching, enjoying, and having the experience. So what I want you to understand, I'm going to get more and more into detail about this in other sessions, but what I want you to understand is that we have to understand, realize first that we are whole and complete. Once you realize that you are completely whole and you accept that in yourself, realize that there's nothing to look for. There's nothing to seek out. There's nothing to do. There's no books to read. There's no, you know, um, courses to take. It's just simply being with yourself, observing all of the different aspects of who you are, accepting that and then allowing that to be your experience, allowing that to be who you are in the moment. Okay, in the moment. That doesn't mean that's who you're going to be tomorrow. Doesn't mean that's who you're going to be in a minute from now. But you want to be in the now and accept who you are. That's ultimately how you understand and become a whole or access the oneness of who you are. There is nothing for you to do but accept it, but realize it. Once you do that, then as you change the perception of who you are, realizing that you are whole and complete, then you will notice a shift in how you view the world, how you view others. You will realize that we are all the same way. We just have a misunderstanding about the nature of the things we have going on in our heads, the fear, the doubt, the you know anger, the frustration, the misunderstanding. And then we can allow ourselves to become fully compassionate and empathetic to others, ourselves, fully in love with who we are, with how we are. And once we do that, then we can see, okay, this is how I am. How do I want to be? How do I want to be? Who do I want to be? And then once you understand that, then you can guide yourself to a place of managing your ego, managing your spirit, having the experience of both and making sure they are perfectly aligned toward getting you to a particular place and destination within your heart and your mind. And so ultimately, that's how you become one. 
It is a realization that you are already one. It's a realization that you must just simply understand the ego, the spirit, and the experience of these two things happening simultaneously. And with that, you understand also that there is nothing wrong with you. You are missing absolutely nothing. You are perfect in every single way possible. I continue to say that you are unique. You are a unique expression of God, of the universe. Throughout all of history, there has never been you until now. And throughout the remainder of our history from the future, there will never be another you. You are uniquely special. So honor that, respect that, love that. Peace and abundance always.